I've been getting more and more into Call of Duty, and I'm I am realizing like okay, like I'm hitting my limit of like fun I'm having. Mm-hmm. I played like a couple of games um, when the two of us were on, just playing separate Call of Duties. Um, I can consistently go positive in like a game and like rack up some points. There's like a challenge to like unlock a couple of uh, like good camos or yeah, cool like cosmetic guys. Um, that's like just get five kills without dying. Yeah. And I can do that pretty consistently. I can go on like streaks of five, like two or three streaks of five a game. I come out no matter like what game mode it is at like at least double digit kills. Yeah. Um, I haven't like I want to spend tonight to play with you and Richard of like how is my call? How is my Cold War trans like skills transitioning to Warzone? Because I haven't spent like a prolonged time on Warzone like our hour long something that i i realized is that like because dicky didn't play last night and i was off today so i was i just like was hitting it hard last night and i realized that when i play duos not with you guys like when i play duos just me or with a random because a lot of times i'll get a random and then they'll drop out immediately and i'll just keep playing it that I get a lot better because I get in the mindset of me going one against two all the time. Yeah. And so it makes me play differently and like kind of like, like my pushes are different. I'm like doing different things. And Mm -hmm. so I think it's like a good thing to take a break every once in a while, but I don't know how multiplayer is going to translate. Cause that's the other thing is I was watching Nick Marks last night and he was like, he was like, I don't know what it like. And I'm the same way. I don't know what it. I just can't. I can't hit multiplayer like you guys can. It's not. I just Warzone just scratches the itch for me differently. Exactly. No, like, I, I, I think I was watching eight hours in a row. And like, I think I was watching maybe the same stream or like seeing something. He was like reiterating himself. Yeah. Maybe what you saw, but he hit multiplayer is a very like you need to be a certain type of person. I think I am that where it's like yeah. my own job. It's just like constant like re- repetition. Yeah, and I'm totally okay with that. So, like, I'm totally fine with within maybe a two and a half minute period dying 15 times. <laughs> and it's around, like, the 10th time I've died. I'm like, fuck. Yeah. And, but all the other ones, I'm just like, yeah, like, whatever. Like, I died yeah, again. Sure. Um, but I, the, the war zone does scratch my itch as well, where I, depending on, like, the games we have. If it's, like, you know, we have those nights. Um, knock on wood, hopefully it's not tonight. But yeah. those nights where it's just five rounds of us dying before the first circle even pops up like we don't even get our load out for an hour and a half and i'm like i would love to die um yeah it's actually it's been pretty good i think everyone got their cold like all their like so i think everyone got cold war last week and then played it over the weekend and then either i think a lot of people realized that they didn't really love it and so they came back to warzone so now it's like even back out again and it's like i'm not getting killed by a fucking um hacker every single game yeah i so i've been hearing just like because i've been on the cold war ground i've just been hearing left right and center people shitting on cold war they're like this game sucks on top i will say that the maps there there's significantly less content right now at launch but I do think that that's just because because the season one for December 10th hasn't come out yet. Like they're yeah. going to put so many more challenges. They're probably going to come out with a couple more weapons, even for season one, maybe a couple more maps. But they legitimately have like two and a half good maps uh, in Cold War yeah. out of like eight. 
there's a Miami one where you would think it'd be cool. Like, oh, like, like shooting people in like hotels of Miami. It's not fun yeah, at all. No. It's, it's <laughs> no way now. I wish uh, they could honestly just like recycle all of the like M-dubs too. Maps well, that's what they're kind of doing. And just change them a little bit. Like yeah, if that's... they had like a sky rise, but it was set in Miami. High rise. High rise, but it was set in Miami. Like I would, we would all be fine the with people that. Who, I can't remember who it is, but the people who make Black Ops are really good with that. The people who make Modern Warfare aren't. Like this, the on December 10th. Ray Arc is, is Black Ops. Warfare. Oh. And I, I, think, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But um, what do you call it? I already know that they're coming out with the basically like the fourth iteration of Nuketown yeah. on December 10th for Cold War. It's like it's like now try out uh, Nuketown 1984. <laughs> All right, it's the same fucking. It's a great map. It's like amazing, but it's the same. Is, is Big Brother gonna be in it? <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, hey, folks, welcome back to the, um, the Call of Duty podcast. I mean, the Trolling Stone uh, podcast. <laughs> Picture this, I'm a bag of dicks. Put me to your lips. Hello. I'm, I'm eating out. I'm playing injured. Oh yeah. I am you don't look injured. I'm so miserable. It's so what's happening is like it came to a head yesterday and then it's kind of been like draining. And so there's just this like film that kind of covers my eye every once in a while. And then it leaks out to the corner, and then I have to like wipe out the eye boogies. Shut up, dude! Oh my god! (laughs) And it's just I got like eye drops for it. You have to do like a hot compress, and it hurts so fucking much. Is it like really tender, or is it like just kind of like is it giving you a headache? It's not giving me a headache. It's just like this whole like like I would say like baseball size area of my face hurts. I touch to do anything to be honest i just i don't know if you have like the same like algorithm on the snap you know on snapchat has like um underneath your stories it's like people who actually put like content snapchat to make money off of it i did see like a company was like buzzfeed it's just like this guy is living with a tumor underneath his eye and it kind (laughs) of looked like (laughs) (laughs) i was like maybe i'll lose my eye dude Imagine if I only had one eye and I had a glass eye, I would pop that shit out all the time. You just want to, oh, here it is. I want to see like, if I, hold on, let me, t- so just keep vamping and everything. I will try to turn I, off my background. I, uh, I would pop out my, I'd be like all the time. I'd meet like someone new and I'd be like, hey, you want to see something cool? And then I'd just pop my glass eye out. <laughs> yes, that dude's eyeball is like you know. Remember in that episode of SpongeBob where he gets the suds and his eye droops down one side of it. That's what that guy has. I He's was gonna say when they uh, when they clone Brian um, or like Stewie and Family Guy, but it's like all their body parts start falling out. Yeah, that's what that looks like. That's what I look like right now. Well, <clears throat> so I look like an ogre. Speaking speaking of ogres, we um, spoke to someone. Um, recently that dressed up as an ogre Shrek um, for a couple of Halloweens. And we talked to um, what they dressed up as this past Halloween. Yes. What a segue. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we, we talked to um, none other than, I mean, now it's two episodes ago, the Ronald McDonald story um, girl. 
that um, the Ronald, the Medford house we, had Ron McCollum at their house. We tracked down the mm. the legendary Ron. Yeah, and we spoke Not with Ron, Ron Weasley. Yeah, yeah, we spoke with Ronald McDonald about some really cool stuff. And so um, we have that interview for you, and we hope you enjoy. Yeah, we're going to hop over to that right now. Duncan's going to edit that in. Get it in, Dunky. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Ronald McDonald. Um, Thank you. Would you like to um, tell us what your inspiration was for becoming Ronald McDonald? Um, I guess I've just loved him since a young age. I've always felt connected to him. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was struck like one year. And then from then on, I decided that I just was going to be something stupid every year. And I feel like no one appreciates Ronald enough. So I really just wanted to be him. Yes, I, I was about to backtrack about you've always been inspired by him. I had a uh, an image <laughs> in my head of all of those park benches that have like a ceramic Ronald, Ronald sitting on them. Yeah. Then I he can put his arm around you. Yeah. That like, <laughs> yeah. That like maybe like at some point you were like really like, you know, like I I was bullied in the playhouse, but Ronald was <laughs> yeah. there on that park he was bench to always keep... there for me. Yeah. He was like the father figure that I never had. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um shit. Um well, I would also say like you we appreciate specifically myself and then you you had a lovely conversation with my girlfriend and a couple of her friends that night the Medford house where they approached you and said like hey we wanted to let you know that your costume is absolutely amazing with like <laughs> it they appreciated they specifically appreciated how like little fucks you gave almost with it I know like, you, you did go dress up full to the full nines with it, but Halloween has, as we can all, it's like now becoming like a, a joke that this is like a opportunity for men and women to dress like scantily. And you are um, very much rebelling against and, you know, sh- like shoving it to the man. You're very like rage against the machine in that way by dressing up as Ronald McDonald. I mean, I honestly thought I was going to get hit on a lot, but <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> I mean, I would have been like, hey, like, can I have a McDouble? Everyone's, yeah. got, their, everyone's got their kink. And I so, know. Yeah. Well, there was KFC was there and like, yeah, we had that some was, beef, but. That was Ben Duncan. Since yeah. You know, we're yeah. in the same state. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I also, you dress up as uh, Joe Exotic. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? <laughs> yes, I did. I did a, a light stalking of your Instagram in preparation. That got me, that got me a little TikTok fame, not going to lie. Little did it really? So, like, what was the inspiration behind that? And, uh, like, it, the picture was in April. So, like, <laughs> I was, like, I was so confused. Was that like... was just a casual Friday for me. Um <laughs> My, like, my family wanted to do, like, a Zoom call thing, and the theme was Tiger King, and I just went really all out for that. I, I spray-painted my dog. Did you see that? Yeah. That oh, was, God. like, a level of preparation that was totally yeah. unnecessary, and, but I also respect the shit out of. <laughs> well, I used this, like, tinted hairspray stuff on my dog, and it was supposed to come out, but it lasted, like, two weeks. <laughs> it would not come off of her. What kind of, what kind of dog? 
a yellow lab, but she's like white, so it was very yeah. obvious. Very obvious, yeah. Very so you yeah. just have like a, a, a small tiger running around your house for two weeks. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Um, you have since then had quite the Instagram hiatus. Would you like to fill us in on what you've been up to in the past? Wait, what, what does that mean? It means that your last Instagram was posted in April. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm just not a big photo taker. I was going to post something of Ronald, but I really didn't get any good pictures. Um, I, they I were all just... A goddamn shame, because I still have no visual reference point for what you looked like as Ronald McDonald. Wait, you've uh, never seen it? I can No! <laughs> Sarah, Sarah, my girlfriend, has a couple I've videos. I've only heard... She took videos of me? No, no, not of you. It's, like, a s- spanning the, uh, like... It was when everyone was in the basement, and it was just like a, oh, okay. a, a nice I mean, call. I, and I believe you were talking to, I think, again, one of her friends, maybe, and she, like, focused in on, on you and her <laughs> friend. I mean, I have pictures, but they're all, like, pictures I took myself. And so the face paint I used, I thought it would, like, kind of harden on my face, at least. It was, like, wet all night, so it just kept smearing off. You're and then, into, like, you're bumping into walls, and you're leaving it. Yeah, I had to keep redoing it, and and I was like getting kind of sweaty too. So then it was like sweating off. It just looked really bad. The, but, I, with the the face paint, I remember you came in, and I immediately was just like, "Wow, like that's awesome!" Like again, everyone like, was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it was it for me. It wasn't so much of a "what the fuck" moment. It was more like that is incredible because again, what I had mentioned prior, like. People try too hard sometimes. Yeah. You're trying too hard in the best way possible. That, like, it's, like, for, like, the laughs and, like, you can really, like, see what type of person you are by dressing up as Ronald McDonald on Halloween. Next to Katie, who's wearing, like, literally lingerie. And you're like, all right. I know. My <laughs> friend, like, right, Katie. everyone that I went with was, like, dressed nice. I told my sister, I was like, I'm being Ronald. And she's like, no, you can't do that. No one's going to talk to you. You need to wear something cute. <laughs> in reference to the no one talking to you, I it it's very blurry in my head because it was a while ago and we were all drinking. But I was like sober, honestly, there. Really? Yes. I, I walked somewhat in your direction and I feel like we made eye contact. I was the, the, the yellow fisherman outfit. And I walked by, and I felt like you said something to me, and I was almost like, ah, she didn't say anything to me. And I like, <laughs> no, I definitely into, probably did. I went into the next room, and then later in the night, when um, my girlfriend and her friends were chatting with you, they had the conversation with you. The next morning, one of her friends was like, oh, we were talking to Ronald, and she was just, like, so random people would walk near her, and Ronald would just look at them and go, oh, do you want to make out right now? <laughs> and you could just say whatever the fuck you wanted to people. Like, I was like, like, are you flirting with me? There's this one kid. I don't know who it is because I didn't know anyone there. But I was like standing in front of his beer pack or whatever. What was his costume? His costume? I don't know. He had like a top hat, but like some weird like mask thing. I think oh, I know that, that was. That, uh, I, feel, I feel like that was a denim kid. That may have been one of Rick's friends. Well, he, like, came know. over, and I was like, are you flirting with me? Because he, like, looked at me. And he was like, no, no. And, and I, was, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can tell you're trying to kiss me. And he was like, no, you're actually standing in front of my beer. Um, I'm just trying to grab a beer. 
<laughs> then I, after that, I was just like, I didn't know what to do. I just walked or away. Was it a ye- bright yellow suit? No, it was. Like, he oh. was in like all black. Oh, that. I think he had. Up. I think he might have had a beard. Yeah, I think it was one of Rick's friends. What a, a Dedham kid that I don't even know who they are. I was um, really hoping we knew who it was. Um, but that well, was, he was definitely uncomfortable. So that's what we, the the two things that Jackson told me were your costume and that. And I was like, I need to talk to this girl. Like, girl yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah. yeah, like the the because it it was really funny to me the next morning because I was like, I think she said something to me, and I was like, Oh yeah. In the back of my head, I'm like, I don't know. What she, like, she may have been talking to me. She may not have. It's a loud party. Like, I'm kind of drunk. And then when my girlfriend's friend, Haley, was like, oh, yeah. She was, like, asking people, like, oh, like do you want to kiss me right now or something? <laughs> Literally like, every person that looked at me. <laughs> I love that. So that brings me to my next question, which is I was told to ask you what the best way to flirt with guys is. Who told you to ask that? <laughs> I don't reveal my sources. Okay, well, I have no idea. Clearly, <laughs> what I'm doing is not working. But I realized it's a conversation starter when you just assume people are trying to flirt with you. Yeah, that's honestly a good... I think that's a good move. And then especially <laughs> when you're dressed up as Ronald McDonald, that move becomes even more potent. You honest, yeah. You honestly, when you do that, you jump over small talk and you get right into like what you're there for. Like you're, well, you're I actually, you know, right, right down to brass tacks. Yeah, I did it. I was like away last weekend and I did it out to the bar to these random people and they bought me shots. So it kind of worked. That's go. the one thing I'm always like, if I was a girl, I would just get what I, you the, say the, the what free you say drinks here? aspect of being a girl seems pretty, pretty okay. Oh yeah. I think it there's a potential for it to get dicey, and that's you know I don't support that. But the free drinks part seems cool. There is a couple Definitely. of bars. There's a couple <clears throat> of bars in Boston I can go go to, and I can get free drinks. But like the music's really loud, and like a lot of guys, ratio is kind of off. But I can get free drinks <laughs> from who? Girls. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of guys there. Yeah, the ratio. Oh. Pretty <laughs> ratio's pretty okay, off. I get it. I get it. It was really there were there were some real nice guys there. A lot of, <laughs> lot of leather. They were really nice to me. They really wanted to know about like my job and my day. Yeah, a lot of how leather. I was doing. Yeah, a lot, a lot of, of leather. leather. A lot yeah. of chains too. My yeah. me and my friends got um, drugged by those type of people. <laughs> I went out with my <laughs> I went out with my two guy like friends. The LGBTQ community. <laughs> Yes. yes. I went out with my two this was like last year. I went out with my two guy friends and me and like I guess people assumed my two guy friends were together and they like <laughs> I don't know what it was, Xanax or something, dropped it in their drinks. Jesus. And we like drank it. We all shared it and we're like, oh, this definitely has something in it. Let's just keep <laughs> drinking though and see where the night goes. Which is a bad idea, but <laughs> roll the dice and see what happened. Did it end up with you in a ditch or no? No, like, we just all blacked out. We didn't even know how we got home. But then the next day, my friend, like, had picked us up, I guess. So she was like, you guys were so shit-faced. <laughs> More than that. I mean, all is well that ends well, I guess. Yeah. Um, can, ha, remembering the, that Halloween night, what was the best costume that you saw, besides your own, obviously? Like, you kind of took the cake. What was the best costume, if you can remember? I don't even know. I feel like no one really competed against me. 
And yeah. I and I didn't even win best costume, so I don't know. They had a co- they had a now this is news to me. They had a competition of best costume. Apparently. Kevin, and Kevin I asked cool. him, I asked Kevin, so who's the prize going to? And he said, Ben. <laughs> it was rigged. The ballot box was Right? Stopped. Wasn't it their party? They can't yep. be the winners. What is yeah. that called again? It was exactly uh, the same cheaters. thing that happened in Georgia. Ne- nepotism. Nepotism. Yeah, in Georgia, too. Yeah. Georgia wow. and the Medford House. Do you mind elections? Do you mind rating the Medford House? Like, what were what were the sites you saw? Like, okay, well, the first time I've been there twice. The first time was so fun. I liked it. I don't know how I would rate it. I guess it was a ten out of ten. Everyone was super nice, and it was just fun. And then this last time, I was like, so I had went out during the day, and then I got sick, so I couldn't even drink, and I was like dead sober there. Mm. So you, you really got to see the cracks on the walls and like it becomes less fun. <laughs> and it, I was sober dressed as an idiot. So it just wasn't the best time for me. <laughs> yeah. Especially because I didn't know anyone. <laughs> How would you rate the three people on the lease of the Medford house? Okay. You have to tell me who the three people are. KFC, Kevin, and yeah. uh, Big Bat- Rick. I don't know. Big Rick, Batman. Yeah, he was Batman, Batman that night. That night, I didn't talk to Batman. Batman's I talked scary. to KFC. He was okay. He actually tried to steal my puff pen and <laughs> say he didn't take it. So yep. a zero for him. That, that was rude. Like that sounds like the Colonel to me. Sounds and like then the Kevin is okay, except for I didn't win the prize. So negative yeah. points for that. That's how actually most people describe Kevin as yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> no offense no offense no full offense yeah full offense. <laughs> we're a full yeah. offense kind of podcast <clears throat> um so we ask these the these questions to everyone that comes on um any any music that you're listening to anything that uh you know since we are we are a music podcast i don't know if you knew that allegedly oh sorry i didn't know that <laughs> yeah we're a music podcast Perfect. any any music are you listening to right now um no, I don't think so. I mean, I just like listen to whatever randomly comes up on like TikTok sometimes, I guess, or like Kygo. I don't know. That's really yeah. it. <laughs> I think you're the first person we've talked to that gets their music from TikTok, but that is like very much only a thing. some songs. Okay, not like the stupid trendy ones. Okay, but like sometimes there's some good ones on there. Yeah. Sometimes you'll, you'll find I what. So now next question. What algorithm of TikTok have you found yourself in? Because everyone seems to have like a different TikTok. Like, like mine is like the extremely weird one. Really? Like, I, what types of videos are you getting? Um, not like no dances ever. It's always like some weird random video on someone's phone. Or like there's these two really weird girls, like not to be mean about them. But one of them definitely Please looks like a boy. <laughs> one of them looks like a boy, and everyone's convinced her she's Vanessa Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> she really believes it. Wow. And then the other one, I don't even know how to describe her, but she's really weird. Yeah. So Would you're, you say you're... that most of the TikTok videos you see are people roughly within our age range? Um, I don't even know. It's literally so random. Mm. Some of the things I'm like, how did this even come up? Like, what did I like for this to be on here? (laughs) 
I I don't have like a because you can do TikTok without like an account, like you can just like watch shit. But it yeah. does it does filter some sort of like path and like avenue. We've talked about on the podcast before. I very much have like alternative like white emo goth kids who like <laughs> smoke cigarettes constantly <laughs> and then like are like funny and then the other half of it is like babies like <laughs> babies like, like i like there are like i don't obviously again i don't have an account i don't follow anyone i don't i don't even like anything but i have at least four babies that i'm like oh there's franklin like i know them by name. Hey, i know who franklin is yeah franklin people want to punch franklin in the face i think he's reason. so cute he's adorable he does have something wrong with him though he, like there is some his mom some... said he has nothing wrong with him mm-hmm. and there's <laughs> i am a teacher so i work within like the sphere of like seeing kids a lot i don't want to brag but i know a lot of i know a lot of 13 year olds uh, <laughs> That's a flex. Yeah, I don't. I know a lot of thirteen-year-olds. Uh, there is something wrong with Franklin. <laughs> Just so we know. Do you listen to any podcasts? <clears throat> no, honestly, I listened. I'm gonna get hate for this. I used to listen to Call Her Daddy for like the beginning, maybe ten episodes, and then I realized they're insane, so I stopped listening to them. Yeah, I think I made it through like half of one of their episodes, and then I was like, I don't. I don't think I'm the target audience for this, A, and B, Probably not. <laughs> B, I just can't stand, it's, it's. Every, every other word is fuck, and I just couldn't listen to it anymore. It was so annoying. It's just, I, I have nothing but love and respect for the people who can listen to that, but it, <laughs> <laughs> I they are, will not be a They are out there, and we do know them, the people yeah. that are like, oh, it's the best, and I'm like, yeah. No. Yeah, I see them a lot on Tinder, and I'm like, hmm. I wouldn't take the advice, though. That's one thing I would say. I would not take their advice. Okay. Good yeah. to know. I <laughs> will also continue not taking their advice. Yeah. Um, what is your go-to McDonald's order? I honestly don't really go to McDonald's ever, but if I were to go there, it would be a McChicken, I guess, and fries. And McChicken sometimes... And Sometimes they make flurry, but like, all right, that's no like drink. A... You just go dry. Oh, diet. Okay, diet coke. Diet coke. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Diet coke gang. Yeah, yeah, not regular coke. It's not the same. Yeah, but me and my di- friends debate that all the time. Diet the, coke versus regular coke. The regular coke at McDonald's is different than a regular coke from a can, though. Yeah, the they put diet something coke in. from McDonald's is also different. Yeah, it's, it's really different. spicy or something. Yeah, mm. it's fantastic. I think it's they put so like. Good. Gets PC. the blood pumping. They put like PCP in it or something. Yeah, I <laughs> really good. Something, it's really something good. like that. I was also told to <clears throat> ask you about a promo- promoter in Miami. I Marta told you this. I'm assuming. <laughs> I don't know who Marta is, but someone who knows Marta. <laughs> oh, I I definitely know what she's talking about. So I'm really actually a very awkward person. And, um, so like right when we, I got this promoter, my friend went to Miami and she gave me his number or his Instagram. So I like DM'd him. It was my birthday. And so he got us into all the clubs free, but right when we got there, we were like eating dinner. We were eating tacos or lunch or whatever. And this like random guy rode by on his bike. And I was like, that's our promoter. And they were like, what? And so I like waved him down and it was so uncomfortable. And so maybe that's what she's talking about. 
or I guess he like had a crush on me kind of <laughs> and so like you, he made us you had the Ronald it. face paint on and you were like do you want to kiss me right now no this is so uncomfortable In this Miami restaurant? <laughs> he, he like waited for us at the door and like I was the one messaging him so he'd always say hi to me and I like walked up to him to go inside so he can let us in and he like he like leaned in for like a kiss on the cheek i just like didn't know what to do so i just like stood there and it was so fucking weird and then like we walked in and i was like i don't even know what just happened but maybe that's what they're talking about i don't know i like that (laughs) That i like i think anytime someone tries to kiss you you should just stand there well the thing is like i kind of i feel like i was kind of hyping myself up like should i kiss him on the cheek like i don't know and then he did it and i just like stood there (laughs) silently and then just walked in it was really weird the struggles that like women go through like (laughs) if 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 anyone was just like like oh hey thanks and then tried to kiss me on the cheek like i, know. I didn't know what to do it would I would, be like, immediate karate position i would yeah. i don't think i would even defend myself i would just like throw up or something yeah i don't i i think i'd be a very bad woman that's that's my conclusion I mean, after 24 years of my life yeah. <laughs> i don't think i'm the greatest <laughs> we think you're great Thank you. Of course. Um, I was also told to ask you about your encounter with a flight of stairs in New York City. <laughs> I wish I had the video of that. I don't know. Well, so I don't. Do you guys go out in New York City at all? I've been out in New York City. I know where it is. <laughs> okay. Well, we went to this place called the DL, and it's like all like frat kids, I feel like. So everyone's just like pounding drinks, everyone's hammered. And I honestly didn't think I was that drunk until I started ripping splits um, with some random people. (laughs) And so that was bad. And then, like, Jen Cena and all of them were there. And, like, this guy was all over Jen Cena. I wish I could show the videos, but I know she'd get mad. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. The lights turned on and they started kicking everyone out. And, like, I had heels on and I don't really wear heels that much. But they weren't even heels. They were, like, boot heels. And this flight of stairs is probably like 30 stairs, no joke. And I just missed like the top step and fucking plummeted down the entire flight of stairs. And literally none of my friends even said anything. Everyone, like I rolled down them and then I was just like, holy shit. And I got up and like this person fist bumped me. <laughs> I was just like, I guess I got to keep going because it was the whole bar leaving wasn't even just like our group everyone was getting kicked out so i dm'd them and i was like do you guys have the video of me falling down the stairs <laughs> and they like they sent that like gift thing that's like help i've fallen and i can't get up and i was like no but seriously do you have it and they're like no <laughs> that's um i have a similar story not about me but my roommate was downtown i live in nashville and so he was downtown one night and he doesn't remember it at all, but I guess like some dude was being a dick to a bouncer. And so my roommate just like ran up and sucker punched the guy and then just like sprinted away. And so somehow like by like six degrees of separation, 
we had known the people who like owned the restaurant. And so they sent the video of him doing it to one of our friends. And so the next <laughs> day my roommate showed up to work and like his boss was like, Hey, do you remember this? <laughs> I wish I had the video so badly, but Oh, well. I kind of wish there were like CCTV cameras all over because there are so many drunk moments that we like don't have I know footage of that we we need, need to of. start turning into Russia Russia yeah. every there's a dashboard China. cam in every in every car so <clears throat> we need to start turning into more like Soviet good. Russia yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's let's elect Definitely. a dictator a president mm. and then uh, just see where it goes I think it could be fun yeah definitely. <laughs> All right. Um, I don't have a whole bunch else, yeah. Jackson. I'm I'm out of questions too. Um, short and sweet. We just wanted to have Ronald McDonald on, the yep. one and only. Thank um, you. And yeah, we we thank you. Um, this is this is very different for us in the podcast because we've never had a guest that we really don't know, and we it was just like a, an encounter. Like yeah, like that is that is as far as as my interaction with you goes is a small encounter and for duncan you don't like this is the first time like <laughs> i just you may see story. you may see that face in like your dreams or like nightmares and, <laughs> and like be like oh god like who was that guy again <laughs> i need to i'll send you my ronald picture that i have okay, so you perfect. can get a good feel just mm -hmm. yeah some sort of context for it got well, it yeah we appreciate you coming on <laughs> yeah, thank you very much and thank you for having me yeah feel free to come back anytime the door's <laughs> okay uh, we're on we're on Apple and we're on Spotify and okay. uh, Instagram plug. and the platform. We are on Instagram. Yeah. All so right, hope, I'll make sure I listen. Hope to see you in the Medford house sometime soon. I'm sure I'll be back. <laughs> I'm loving it. Is this the place to eat? Since I don't cook, I'll just rock to the beat. I'm loving it. At the end of the day, to relieve the stress, we add a little play. I'm loving it. Sometimes we have mishaps. You just overcome and adapt to setbacks. I'm loving it. You know you're my world. How could I mind love taps from my girl? Move your feet, rock to the beat. Hungry for the music, gotta eat. I'm loving it, I'm loving it. No guts, no glory. Seems like I stumbled in the wrong territory. I'm loving it. Looks can be deceiving. There's a slight change of plans for the evening. I'm loving it. My car's way too clean. If only I could start this fine piece of machine. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. All right, that has been listening to the Ronald McDonald interview. We thank you. And that interview was brought to you by uh, McDonald's. Because McDonald's. I went to McDonald's today and I ordered a quarter pounder. They had they have some deal going on that's like buy one, get one for a dollar. And it's a 10-piece McNugget, a Big Mac, and a quarter pounder. Isn't that the one J. of them? Thing? The J. Belvin. I don't know. But you buy one and you can get one of the other two for a dollar. So I got a 10-piece nug and a, a quarter pounder, except they accidentally just gave me a double quarter, quarter pounder. And I sat there, and I just was like, wah, 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 wah. And now I feel like shit. No. Um, I was about to say, before you came up with like a better improv of the McDonald's thing, that the uh, interview was brought to you by uh, Original Scent Old Spice. <laughs> so I accidentally bought Original Scent Old Spice last week. I don't know if you've ever experienced this or anyone else. I was expecting it to be like 
the blue Old Spice. Yeah. Like the typical, like, it smells like what your you dad. What you think of when you hear Old Spice? It smells and feels like rubbing alcohol. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it to you. It's like a cooling sensation on my, my pits. But you get one tiny, like, like you need to, I need to roll that shit all the way out and not one little piece of plastic, like maybe like rubs the yeah, skin. No, sometimes you do that. Yep. 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 It's, it's straight. It's, I legitimately think it's just straight, like scented rubbing alcohol and it would get inside like the little, like, it's not even a cut. I scrapes. I, I scrape away like the very first layer of skin and it is pure agony it sucks dude i actually i had to switch from old spice in college because it was giving me severe like armpit irritations so now i'm a degree guy isn't there like iron or like lead or something in deodorant or some sort of at the end of the day i don't know yeah i mean yes there is something do i give a fuck not at all yeah I'm I'm trying to think That's back. Like, like people are like, you shouldn't drink diet coke, and I'm like, yeah, but I'm gonna. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that's some bull. Like there, that's the amount of people it's dying on the don't drink. The 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 amount of people dying on the don't drink drink diet coke hill. There, those numbers are dwindling because yeah. diet coke is like diet coke's like a a a a lifestyle. Yeah, it is, and it's also like. The amount of sugar you're consuming from a regular Coke is preposterous. Like, uh, the amount of sugar Americans consume is... We're getting off on a whole tangent here, but, like, I... My, like, one of my obsessions is whenever we come out with, like, a new Starbucks drink is looking up how many grams of sugar are in it. Yeah. So, like, a venti um, peppermint mocha is, like, 96 grams of sugar. And it's, like, that's, like... 150% 150% of your daily recommended intake. Yeah. And it's like, people will come in and you and have, and you them. have that at six and people have that at six in yeah. the morning. And it's like, what, a, what are we, what are you doing? Yeah. Start over. Please go back yeah. to bed. Start your day over. If that's, there's, how you a, there's a girl I mean, talking about sugar. I just ate a quarter of a pie. Yeah. And like, I mean, like it is what it is like here and there, like whatever, it's fine. But like, there's this one girl that comes into my Starbucks three times a day. And she gets a venti pumpkin spice latte with 10 pumps of pumpkin and five pumps of liquid cane sugar. Stop me when I've reached the, the width of her waistband. <laughs> it's, she's actually, like, not massive. Oh, wow. She has terrible teeth, though. It's, like, atrocious. But in other news, I just put in my two weeks at Starbucks. Fuck that. Hey! I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm out, gonna, bitch. I'm, I'm clapping very soft because my mic. I'm going to work for Daddy Bezos. Yeah, Chef Bezos. Not technically, because it's an independent contractor. But can I, can I announce uh, your position? Yeah, Duncan is actually going to be strapped to the top of all of Jeff Bezos' little robots, and he's going to be shitting <laughs> out your package. So look out for Duncan, just like perched like a gargoyle on all of Jeff, <laughs> Jeff Bezos' drones, with just, only one oh, eye. <laughs> yeah, with one eye. Um, with very gassy, you'll you'll smell him coming before you see. Oh him. yeah, and then he'll be uh, shitting out your little uh, you know Amazon vitamin packages for you. Yeah. Uh, whenever you need them. Yes, that is no. What actually are you doing? No, I'm just I'm delivery driving. So basically, the exactly what I described. Precisely. Your, yeah. Your eye looks gross, dude. I know. It's it's bad. <laughs> I like caught it. Your glasses had like a glare and were hiding what it actually looks like. Dude! 
Oh, Duncan, that is gross, dude. Yeah. No, it's, it's not- bad. Can I'm you pre- like, turn your camera off? <laughs> Just I, I'll go get my sunglasses. I, I've told this story a couple. I don't know to you, but or on the podcast. But there used to be a guy that every single day he would go to Mrs. B's on North Street, where like, you know, and he had like. It wasn't like what you got. It was like he just had like a skin tag growing off of his his eyelid, and it was the grossest thing ever. It was very much like like Nikki's eye juice guy, um, yeah. and he just every, was there. I don't know what he did for a job. He was an enormous man, but he was there whenever I was there, and I was there quite a lot as a child. Yeah, that's Mrs. B's. I used to always think was a home. Yeah, well, then now it turned into one. Yeah, now it is. But I used to say, even like as a kid, I'd be like, why are we going to this person's house yeah. for, <laughs> like, there for were, breakfast? <laughs> we knew Ruth, who was like the, she was like one of like the like main waitresses there. And then she moved when it used to be in the Crosberry, uh, Crosberries, Jesus. Crosberries. <laughs> schnoz, when it used to be in the Schnozberries. Um, <laughs> and then they moved, she was there and moved to, the North Street one, which was so legitimately someone's home. And yeah. then it, when it, it became like Jimmy K's and then she worked at Jimmy K's and um, I like legitimately thought like, oh, that's like my Aunt Ruth. It yeah. wasn't. It was just like we knew her very well. And I believe that this was someone's house. I wish that's the, the biggest, I think, thing I miss about the South is there's no like like family run diners here. You know what I mean? Like that's not a thing. It's oh, all like Waffle House it. and shit. You miss you miss it about the north because of south. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like the all the little places like uh, the Agawam Diner yeah, and Agawam. fucking um, what's that place on Route One, like in Newbury, like Byfield, Newburyport, um, Samards, like all of those kind of places. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're saying. Where it's yeah. just like you, if you go in, you always see the same people working. Like you might know a relative of them. Like blah 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 blah. Yeah. Like that. I, mean, like, I miss that kind of shit. Even like like an Elf Tapatio's, which is like a Restaurant, restaurant, but it's like you see the same people in there. I know, like the the, yeah. the basically the hostess and like the main like lady that like serves us our food. She's always just like, "Hi guys!" Like, um, but yeah, like I guess yeah, that idea of like there's more corporations. You can probably find like little holes in the wall, but it's not there are few and far between. Exactly, especially in a big city. I mean, maybe it's, it's different in in like once you get to small town southern, but like <clears throat> I think even there, it's just like Applebee's and shit like that. It's not like, like they like, just yeah. there's a chain place there. Exactly. They don't have like a family run kind of thing. Yeah. Like bagel places are, are big. Oh, like, oh I miss bagels so much, dude. And like or like Andy Man's in in Amesbury. Ugh. Or even like like what is it, Bagel World in Danvers? Yeah. Fucking their bagel world's bananas is awesome. Bananas. And then like I miss like um delis. That's not a thing here. Yeah. You can't like, just like go to a gel deli and have someone like cuss at you while they're making your italian sandwich or even like that's more boston but even just like a roast beef like a kelly like not a kelly roast oh. beef, but like a nikki's or, or you like go to um shoot well ben finds them all ben like ben's been saying ben, yeah that's beef. we need to get ben to start doing them and sending them here and us putting yeah. them on the pod yeah so i ben, was gonna call ben but ben is working out so he said no ben next time you eat a roast beef um uh, don't send it to everyone just send it to us or you can send it out on Snapchat, but just send us like a... Send it to us first. Make like a longer video really getting into the nitty gritty of your roast beef experience. Yeah. <clears throat> Want to get into some music?
Yeah, we got some music this week. Some of it yeah. was a surprise, some of it wasn't, but it was one of those. That's what I love about music is that every once in a while we'll have like a weekend where it's like all out of the blue. We have like a whole bunch of drops, and we're like, like it's <clears> like you. It's like Friday comes around and it's the week's ending, but then you're like, damn, I'm about to be busy. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this Christmas? What's happening? Yeah. I would like to just get these little like throwaway ones out of the way that we can yeah. make a joke about and everything. Yeah. So yeah. Duncan just listened to it, and I listened to oh. it on Friday. 303, Blast from the Past from 2009. 303, featuring 100 Gex, Lonely Machine. I just wanted to bring this up because the meme ability of this collab is is quite high on 10 out of 10 yeah Yeah. 303 is already like just a goofy boy boy band would you what would you even classify i don't think they're rap i think they're just like they were almost like emo punk after emo punk Hmm. they didn't play many they probably played instruments but they didn't play instruments on their popular songs it was just like drum beats and edm melodies they were Somewhere in between um, Blink-182 and the Chainsmokers. Yeah, that's a very (laughs) wide... um, Maybe they're like a a curved bell where you have the Chainsmokers on one end and Blink-182 and like 303 falls like below the curved bell. Like they're really just like shitty. And then 100 Gex just makes noises. Dude, I was enjoying this song until 100 Gex came in. Yeah. About 45 like, seconds in, right? How do they have a career? I think it's just like a girl and a dude. In that. So very similar to 303. There's two dudes that look like girls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was uh, like I really didn't mind. Like the hook was kind of like strange but catchy. And like it was like weird. They brought up like teeth, I think. Yeah, there and yeah. But then 100 Gex came in, and I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, this is unlistenable. Yeah, it's just so. Let's move along. Yeah. Uh, Foo Fighters came out with Shame, Shame. I think that just came off of, they're getting now political. They're like, they like making songs yeah. about like um, Trump being president. And Foo Fighters is Dave Grohl, right? Yep. Um, did you see that video of him meeting like the little girl who's absolutely that was sick at drums? That's now Foo Fighters shtick where. Yeah. They will play Everlong and Monkey Wrench and some and My Hero and some of their best songs, but then there's always some sort of virability that's happening. Yeah. Dave Grohl breaks his leg and then brings up a guy on stage. I'm I should send it to you, um, maybe like later in like a couple months because it would be good for videos. Um, but Dave Grohl is like somewhere in like Holland performing, and there's a guy who's just completely decked out in Kiss gear, like. <laughs> he's got the face paint and he's at like any they keep going like yeah kiss guy and then kiss guy like goes like i want to come up and play the guitar and he goes well you're fucking kiss guy of course shreds. sure that's like the guy's, incredible the guy shreds and dave girl's like are you fucking like screaming into the mic are you fucking kidding me kiss guy like this is awesome um they come Foo fighters come out with a song shame shame i would assume it also has something to do with the election they were just on dave uh on dave on um, SNL with Dave Chappelle, mm-hmm. and they didn't perform this song, but that was also the SNL that happened right after the election. So they could have like made a song. Yeah. To, to the um, election. That was it. Did you that? I don't think we addressed that at all. 
That was a yes, very yes. interesting SNL. I didn't watch all of it, but the Chappelle monologue was unbelievable. Yeah, really good. And then he was in one other sketch, and that was it. Yeah, because that's how SNL does. Well, no, uh, it maybe I, I don't know. I feel like that they put in kind of as they try to get that guest in as many times as they can. John Mulaney's always in a bunch of shit. Whoever else is on, I think Dave. How it works, I guess. Like, I either feel like Dave was just like, "Yeah, I'll be in these sketches," and they got cut because they weren't funny, or Dave himself was just like. I want to do my monologue. I really don't want, I'm probably, he's probably like, I don't feel like being funny during this, like really pressure cooker time in America. So like, yeah. I'll do my monologue and I want to say what I want to say. And one of like, his funniest lines was, um, he was talking about the farmers next door complaining about like, like giving him noise complaints for his concerts. And he was like, they're probably sitting on, on the couch right now watching me on TV and going, look, honey, they're, the guy from the grocery, grocery store is on TV. No, bitch. The guy from TV is on, in your yeah. grocery store. <laughs> yeah, that was badass. That got a lot of laughs. But then he did say like something and people were like, ooh. And he was like, whatever. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, he was like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other skit he was in, he was supposed to be like the Allstate guy. And then Dave, Pete Davidson comes in as Count Chocula. And he goes, America, look at Pete Davidson's lips. This man is black. <laughs> Look at his lips. <laughs> That's funny. Chappelle is the best, man. Oh, the God. best. Yeah. Um, but uh, other music. Boss of the People dropped something. I don't know. Haim dropped something. ACDC has... The ones that... Uh, Foster the People. What was their big song in like? Pumped Up Kicks. Yes. Okay. Yeah. They have some other pretty good songs beyond Pumped Up Kicks that if you guys yeah. are interested, like Houdini's a good one. And then like Sit Next to Me is a good one. Um Haim is that all-girl band. They drop something. I don't know. People listen. I listen to them sometimes. Um, ACDC has like a whole album coming out, and I just really can't get myself to listen to it. I nope. am the, I'm a huge ACDC fan and have been for a while, but like um, it, it's, it's the same. Yeah. If it's I wanted different. to listen to a song that sounded like Back in Black, I would listen to Back in Black. Yeah, because it's the, like one of the greatest songs of all time. Yeah. Um, so before we get into our two big albums, we did have uh, our big boys. Or do you want to go on? Do you want to uh, say something before? The that? only other thing was Russ and Absol dropped a single. Yes. Um, very good. I was mm -hmm. pleasantly surprised. I'm usually not a big fan of Russ. I yeah, no, I remember kind of sticky, kind of yeah. a schmuck. Um, when but, you said you were surprised by it, I was like, okay, I gotta give it a listen. And he makes a reference to Day of Miro, which I think is fucking awesome. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Damn. And then, uh, yeah. And then Absol always kills it. Like, I love Absol. His lyrics are just so, like, upper echelon that yeah. it's hard not to. Yeah. Um, so, uh, our, our boys, um, the Freedom Fighters in, in the rap game right now, RTJ, nope. dropped. Um, I don't want to say, like, weird. Uh, it's kind of weird. But they have a collab with. Um, Duncan, I think you like FaceTime me to just be like, what is cyberpunk 27? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what the what fuck is this shit? So the art, uh, run the jewel drops a song, um, no save point for this game. That's supposed to be on the soundtrack of cyberpunk 2077. So it's also, it's a video game. So the no save point kind of plays into that. Like, yeah, you know, from here on here, there's no saving, but, um, so Cyberpunk 2077 has become like a meme too, Dunk, where it was announced 
to be like on Xbox One in 2013, and it still has not come out yet. <laughs> yeah, but this is supposed to be. This is truly like next to fucking like Kingdom Hearts three and like uh, you know Shenmue three. This is like the most anticipated game in like the history of all games. Yeah, you can do whatever. The, like GTA, you can do whatever the fuck you want. But Cyberpunk, you can literally do whatever the fuck you want. That you, for the most part, it's set in what kind of you would think it's like this dystopian, futuristic world. You can your character in the universe. It's like you just get like body modifications. So like a surgeon removes your arm and replaces it with like a robot arm. Yeah, in the game. You start off as, like, a normal guy. Also, you can pick whatever gender you want, even, like, non-gender. Yeah. You can, make, you can make the size of your penis however big you want. That's what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, so it's all, it's all to finally be able to experience what it's like to have, like, an average size penis. There you go. And then you can – now you can finally see what a uh, one with no hood looks like. Yeah, that'll or be a robot dick. Ooh. Wow. Uh, my question is, can you get, uh, what is it? The Is it the Prince Charles? Is that what it's called? A piercing? Probably. That would be fucking cool. Or is it, yeah, it's Prince Because, like, Charles. I don't want one, but I'm intrigued by them. You'd like to role play as a guy that does have one. Exactly. Precisely. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess, like, there's, like, other things, like that body modification thing. Like, that's, like, their cool thing. It's an RPG, so like you're always like doing quests and leveling up and everything. But you can get money to be like, go to that surgeon in game. It's not like it's a part of the story. You could just be like, I literally want all of my limbs taken off and replaced with robot ones. And you can customize like, I want my feet to jump high, and I want my arm to have a gun on it, and I want this arm to have an. It's like you can customize fucking everything. That's awesome. So, yeah. all right. So my question is: Is this like, is it more open worlds than Grand Theft Auto? Like, is it more interactive? I guess yeah. we haven't gotten there yet, but, like... It's, it's basically, from what people are saying, it's, like, the decision, like, every decision has kind of, like, a, a butterfly effect. I don't know if you've ever played, like, Mass Effect, but that's kind of, like, how, how it is. It's just, like, you say, you pick whatever option of the voiced options you want for your character to say, and it, like, affects everything. And even down to the point, like, if you, like are in a gunfight and you accidentally kill like a random person that like isn't involved in the fight, but that person later down the game would give you a quest. Looks like you don't get that quest because you were firing your gun too wild. <laughs> so it's like, it's all like, it's got like an ecosystem of it all. You got to have um, some trigger discipline. Yeah. Other big thing in it is Dr. Disrespect is most likely going to be somewhere in the game, have like some sort of cameo. And the big one is Keanu Reeves is, like, a huge main, like, plot point in it. Okay. So, like, he has his character. His name's, like, Johnny Six or something. And he's got a robot arm, and he smokes a cigarette, and it looks badass. But, like, legitimate, like, Keanu Reeves' face is in the game. I also, just piggybacking, I noticed that, uh, I think it's 2K21 is using RTJ for promotional stuff. Mm. So that's that's also going back to... The music, um, run the jewels on a lot of shit. Yeah, they were in. I think they were in like Sunday night uh, or a Monday night football montage yeah. thing. Yep, they're in that game that we were playing, Rogue Company. They're like yep. the song in Rogue yep. Company. So like, our boys are making money. Yeah, I, they they put out all their albums for free, and then they're like, now nah, we're just gonna we're just gonna catch the bag on the side. You see that Killer Mike is in like a TV show. What uh, what TV show? He's a, I forget what it is, but he's like acting. He's like legitimately like he's not like just like 
him. He's acting in it. I'll, I I'll try that. to find it. Yeah. I love that. The song itself, though, save point, it's a little weird, but then it kind of turns into what you would assume an RPG it's, song yeah. is. The beginning is like a little wacky, but it's for a yeah. video game. It was, it was good. Yeah. I don't know. Any, I'm never going to be like, oh, I hated that yeah, exactly. RPG song. Like, that's no. So <laughs> let us get into your choice. What album do we want to talk about right now? We want to get into Future and Uzi Vert. Or do we want to do two chains? Yeah, let's just uh, future and Uzi. Okay, I, that was the one. To be honest, I favored less, but I still yeah, really liked. Same. I listened to it a couple times. It was just like very much. It was what an hour and some change of the same song over yeah, and over again. Exactly. Essentially, you, as soon as I listened to the first three, and I'm like, I like four these. minutes. The first three, I was like, I really like these, and then everything else is like, all right, I'm good. It just it gets very repetitive. Yeah. So I feel I like listen- Future is relatively good at like switching it up when he's alone, but when he does uh, collab albums, I feel like they're always just. And like- I always feel like like Future is like again like he has this array of variety to his, his songs, and he can do a lot more. And then him bringing someone like Lil Uzi Vert, which I'm not like the biggest fan of, but Lil Uzi Vert rarely changes up. Yeah, how his songs sound, and that kind of brought I think Future down a little bit because yeah. there are some times where I'm like, Future is like, Future can have variety in his voice and how he like his bars and his singing or something, or even like the mood of the song. Exactly, but if it's the beat in the the, the is always the same, it, Future sounds out of place. Yeah, because he's like he could be like crooning, and in the back it's like it's like the same Metro Boomin fucking eight oh eight track over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, so I also, I feel like it's almost similar to like, you know, when you have like a really good sports team, but they're like notorious for playing down to bad teams. Yeah. That's what that, I, feel I was like just future. about to actually say that. Yeah. Yeah. It future like, yeah. Brings himself down. That's why we get so hyped for just a future album and like, look, wait for his features to come on because he can pull anyone at this point. Yeah. He yeah. can have fucking, he's Kendrick. like, he's he like have. up there with like Drake level of. And that's why the future Drake collab album was so good. I still yeah. bump that shit on the right. Yeah, yeah. He so he can pull anyone, and it's just kind of like I think he also just loves putting music out, and probably has like such a big back catalog that he's just like fuck it, yeah, Uzi, we're in the the studio together. Why don't we crank out a couple songs? Yeah, um, to it. get going. Um, so I did like I want to find the position in which these songs were in on the album. But I did like the very first um, song, which was Stripes Like Stripe Burberry. Like Burberry. Yeah. Stripes Like Burberry was really good. Um, Million Dollar Play was really good. And Bought a Bad Bitch was, was good. Yeah. I Every, just, again, it's I'll around, basically concur with that. Yeah. yeah. It's around, um, let us see. It's around like drinking and smoking where things start to blend together a little bit where you're like, okay, like enough, like it's literally just the same beat, but maybe like the tone of it is clicked down and not yeah. like that's about it. I started listening to it today while I was making meatballs at Rockstar Chains, which I think <laughs> is just future. It is. And yeah. from that point on, I like looked at my phone. And I was like, I couldn't tell you where in the album I am right now. Yeah. I was like actively like walking around trying to listen to it. I may have been walking Rosie or I was like doing dishes or something. And then I was like, all right, I'm getting sick of this. And I changed the song. And then I went back to it literally to just zone out and play Call of Duty. And it was just like, 
white noise in the background. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, an, an all right album. I mean, I think Uzi has his shining points sometimes. Yeah. I don't think it's, this is like, you know, an album where future takes over. I think Uzi does have like his shine. I think stripes like Burberry it has yep. a little bit of a shine for both of them. Um, but UK, I came for future, not Uzi Bird on this album. I come for future quite a bit, um, you know, as one does. But I, I'm, I would concur with you. I think my issue overall with the album is they both had their shining points, but there was no one song where it was like, oh shit, this is what I came here exactly, for. Exactly, yeah. And so I was like, eh, okay, fine. That's yeah. why I find with albums like these, the first song, I'm like, all right, I'm good. Like yep. the very cool. first song on the album that a lot of times rappers are already putting their best song up front. Yeah. Like I can remember like, you know, Bruce Springsteen on his, the river album, the river is on the side, on the B side. So yeah. you gotta, you gotta make your way through the album to get to one of his best songs. And at this point, kind of any artist is just like, I'm just giving it to you. Like here's yeah. like the best song right in front. <laughs> so when I, when I, before. <laughs> yeah, I, what I saw with this future in Uzi, I was like, okay, I'm good. I'm like yep. song two, three, and four. All right, I'll see you guys. I'll I'm see right. future next album. But it is kind of nice every once in a while to have an album where you just sort of like zone out to it. <clears throat> oh, yeah, exactly. Like this is, this was one of those big Fridays where a lot came out and we were like, yeah, like it finally came out. We, I feel like we've been dying for something like this. So I am going to appreciate future in Uzi's album because yeah. we've been kind of dying for some stuff. But uh, yeah, I mean, overall, I'd give it like a a B minus. Yeah, I'd give it a B B minus. Yeah, but um, C plus. the really the the pinnacle, the what I was waiting for. I brought it up last episode was Titty Boy. Titty Boy, so help me God, aka Two Chains. This um, was a great album. I was. I was very, very happy with it. I was pleased with it. It was, it was, I, it was like what I wanted the the future album to be. Yeah, this is like I think this is my first Two Chains album where I'm like, okay, it's more than just like one or two songs. Like I like this full album. Yeah. Like I appreciate kind of all the songs, even like the the like not so good ones, kind of like, uh, like wait for you to die or like the last like little ones that peter out the album like i'm still like i appreciate i appreciate them and i'm like there's a this is this is meant to be here and yeah. everything and also talk about some 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 unreal features like yeah, what a cast of characters but it, it was nice that it had like it had its ebbs and flows it wasn't mm-hmm. just like a like future and uzi was just like sort of we were riding a train on a flat rail, and this one was a little more roller coastery. Where it was like sometimes it was a little more mellow. Sometimes it was like, oh, I, I can see this like being in a club somewhere. The future album was like, um, like, uh, a man with polio was riding a bike, and I happened to be being drawn on a rope behind him on on a, a rollerblade. <laughs> and I'm just like. We should fade it up there. It's just like, <sighs> <laughs> hey, bud, are you gonna fall over on that thing? <laughs> yeah, we're like kind of swerving back and forth down <laughs> North Street. Yeah. Um. So some of the features on here, which is uh, like a, a wide array, and they're all really good and they fit. That's not someone that kind of sticks out and is just like, eh. Um. 
We have Young Boy Never Broke Again, Lil Wayne, Lil Duval, um, Kanye and Brent Fayez, um, Mulatto, Kevin Gates, which I was like pumped when I saw Kevin Gates yeah. on that Ziploc song. Uh, Lil Uzi and uh, Chief Keef, Big Boy, Mac Daddy, Rick Ross, and Schooley. And I think that's all of them that we had. But I was like very pleased with the. And again, we got a good mix of just two chains, and we have two chains and some friends, two chains and co on a lot of these yeah. songs. So yeah. I, it wasn't like I came, I didn't come for all these features. I came for two chains and I got two chains. Yeah. And I also got dope features. Exactly, yeah. Um, uh, highlights that stuck out to me. Gray Area, very good. Oh, yeah, I, didn't, I think I only listened to that once. Tony, very good. Oh, yeah, I know. Tony's awesome. Quarantine Thick was all right, but it was very clearly meant to be a single. It almost didn't fit with the rest of the album. What was that one, Quarantine Thick? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't... I, Mulatto didn't stick out to me, and I think this may have been like a. I mean, it's just by the name, like two chains is just kind of like having fun and like making yeah. like yeah, making yeah. a light of the quarantine and everything. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then like all the features. I don't know. I didn't really pick out any of the features. There was just kind of like a brick of features, and all of them are like yeah. that. Like run is all pretty good. So money maker featuring Lil Wayne is awesome. Um, it's very much like a. Lil Wayne loves making songs that have like a like a high school football team band in the background and Money Maker yes. is the song. Yeah, where it's like you okay. got the trumpets playing in the back and then like the drums come in and then you finally get like your trap beat over yep. uh, underneath it all and it's yep. just awesome. And Lil Wayne spits. Um, Two yep. Change is really good on it. Um, Speaking of high school bands, I saw a video of a high school band playing uh, the I Got Five on It beat the other day. So fucking sick. That's slick. And um, then there was, it was like, I think Sports Center put him in Instagram. And then there was another one where it was like a kid at a talent show and he was like playing piano. And then um, all of a sudden it just went into uh, Forgot About Dre. Oh, shit. And, the, and then like the lights went down and everything. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh. Yeah. Um, I really like Feel Away with Kanye. Kanye on, like, on it, it's always good. Like, we love Kanye. But the actual song, Feel Away, is pretty good. It's a little bit of, like, two chains crooning. And that Brent Fayez, I don't, I can't either remember or I don't, like, quite hear him in the song. But it's, it's a good song. It's kind of like a low-key one. His name is Brent Fayez. Uh, Brent, so, again, thanks to Brent <laughs> Fayez. Um, <laughs> but he's, um, I'm trying to think of who to compare him to. He's almost like he's more of like a singer than anything yeah. else. So I think he probably was be, doing like chorus background yeah, vocal kind of stuff. That. I don't think he necessarily had a verse. Yeah. Um, Ziploc with Kevin Gates was badass. It was just like a hard song. Like whenever Kevin Gates is on, like you know exactly what to expect. Yeah. When you, hear, when you see Kevin Gates' name next to a song, I think the highlight of the album, and I think it's also because of the music video came out with it, and it was probably like the single was. Uh, can't go for that featuring Lil Duval and Ty Dolla Sign. Ty Dolla Sign's in the song, even though he's not featured in like the the title of the song. Yeah, the Hall and Oates sample of like I can't go for that. It's so it fits so fucking well, and the music video is hilarious. It's like an homage to um, what do you call it? The um, Hey Ya by Outkast. Yeah, yeah. Where it's, yeah. 
a bunch of different Andre 3000s like playing in the band. It's a bunch of different two chains playing in a band singing the like oh the hollow note sampler. I can't go. It's two chains with like a blonde bob wig, like an e- Tyler the Creator, um, Igor blonde bob yeah. wig. It's going. I can't go for that. Oh, I can't go for that. Oh, no, it's it's like that's like the best song on the album. I love yep. that sample. I love what they did with it. The bars are unbelievable. Um, yeah. I just really don't have, I don't have many bad things to say about this album. No, this album was sick. I also, was gonna be, it's going to be played a lot. Shout out to Salty Mang, because I know that Tony is going to be a song that oh, yeah. he forever listens to. Always. Dude. That's going to be one where he's going to put it on. Like, it's going to be like third in the queue every time we hang out. Yeah, every or it's like every other third song is Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He only Friday morning. That was the only thing he sent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he sent me a Snapchat. I think it was at school, and he sent me a Snapchat like in the car, like doing his typical like. <laughs> it was just Tony. <laughs> so funny. Uh, yeah, awesome, awesome album. I want to. I'm giving this album like an A minus. Like this is yeah. like. Yeah. Re- the A minus in terms of like where we currently are, um, like I we needed music real bad, like new music real bad, and this was like a good, like we're also never gonna give an album a perfect ten. Yeah, an album is never gonna get an A plus. <clears throat> I think I have conjunctivitis because I just cleaned like a ton of goop out of my eyes. Like, like you know what comes out of a zit? That was what I just cleaned out of my eye. Oh my god, dude! <clears throat> like, I think it would be decent content if you just like lost your eye and we you had to get a glass one. It would be so funny, dude. Like, honestly, like other than the annoying things i don't think it would really affect me playing video games yeah all that much because there's not a whole lot of depth perception involved in video games because it's on a screen yeah you may have to play on like a monitor that's now closer to you maybe that's fine i'm gonna do that anyway that's like you would get so many fucking hits on twitch (laughs) if you just became like the one eye the one-eyed streamer yeah (laughs) i would think about it I might just pop this puppy out. I may highly. I consider. might. I might just take a spoon and fucking pop. <laughs> um, and you, you could definitely every Halloween you have a costume. You're that pirate from Pirates of the Caribbean that doesn't yeah. have the eye. He's always dropping it. That would be an amazing. <laughs> you always have it out, and you buy. I guess the glass eyes aren't really like round. They're like the little like they're like half circles, and you're always throughout the whole party like oh. And you're, I'm like, just like running up to people, being like, "Have you seen my eye? Have you seen my eye?" <laughs> And you're like chasing it around and you're bumping <laughs> people and that'd be funny. Um, oh. any, any other music? I don't, I don't think so. I found a, um, this is like kind of old, but 
First of all, I've been listening to a little bit of Janae Iko, <clears throat> getting back into the vibes, some of her old stuff. And then I found it's an Apple Music slash Amazon original Freddie Gibbs session. Oh. And it's very much has like a New Orleans funk style to it, but it's with Mad Lib. Whoa. It's very interesting. I don't so know I if it's on have Spotify. Access I don't know. I'll see if I can send it to you, or I'll see if I can find it on Spotify. But yeah, so it's, it's like cool. pretty fucking dope. Um, so I've been I've been bumping that a little bit. I was big on Freddie Gibbs this week. Thanks to Gibbs. Kane season. That's not it. Mad no. Gibbs sure shot. No, nope. is that it? Mad it's, Gibbs. It's called the Diamond Mine Sessions Amazon Original with L. Michaels Affair. It feels very much like the meters are backing Freddie Gibbs. I love that. I'll see if I can find it in some other capacity and send it to you because it's worthwhile. But um, yeah. we also, I don't think we addressed the Big Sean and Gibbs single that came out. No, I don't believe we did. Very good. Very good. I'm not a huge Big Sean guy. It was another one of those, like, I didn't foresee this coming, but uh, fucking heater. Really? Yeah. Damn. Uh, I mean, it's it's, I it's also one of those songs where it's like Big Sean's. Neither of them have a verse solidly. Mm. They just kind of go back and forth the whole time, yeah. and it's it's fucking it's good. It's good. Yeah. Um. Do you want to do some videos? Some Quickly. videos? Yes, definitely. Quick. Because we do have. I do want to get into the Dunkalorian. Yeah. My new favorite. Yeah. Yeah. So this is mine also has to do with um, music a little bit. So I want to send you a good one. Mine has to do with something that I'm just going to screen share because it's easier. I'm lazy. Um, but it has to do with something that we already talked about. Reddit. Stop making it. I've been on a big Reddit kick lately. I really only use Reddit if I need to look at someone's OnlyFans. <laughs> Not I find someone on TikTok and they're like, hey, like I have an OnlyFans. I'm like, all right, let me Google your name on Reddit. <laughs> I mean, hey, I, I respect that. Got to do what you got to do. Where do I get to my saved? Just let me know in the sand. You can send whatever you want. I'm just going to find this and then screen share it. Do you want to do mine first or yours first? Over time. I'd like to do my first because mine's a little uh, musicy. Yep. Easy rubber cotton over time. I mean, that was certainly something. Yeah. Certainly something. Um, so, yeah. Who is that? So that is someone that I saw on TikTok. Um, okay. and it was someone else posting about him and he actually posted a live, um, concert that he had last year. Um, and they called him, um, raps Sid vicious because okay. he takes like a broken bottle and cuts his chest up. So that is NASCAR aloe. I kind of respect it's, it's difficult to pull off, but if you can pull off like a punk kind of rap mm. attitude, I think that's what like Machine Gun Kelly tried to do and didn't. Or I would say early X Tentacion, where him him in yep. like the like yep. 
you know, smoke a port in New York. Yeah. And so like, that's like the scream. That's like the, the, like, um, what is it called? Um, who is, who does guillotine? Guillotine, 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 guillotine. I got nothing for you on that. Oh, one. come on. That's, um, a, that's a you. Um, um, I would also like, I think odd future kind of pulled it off right at the beginning. Yes. When they were really like death grips, essentially doing like horror core. Yeah, Death Grips does like horrorcore too, where he that song. It's just like guillotine, 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 and it's like like the weird like like blasted out bass of a lot of the, yep. that song, that freestyle yep. specifically, like that, and like X's song, some of the early on future songs, like that's like punk as close as punk can get to rap. Yeah, um, I'm gonna share my screen. Mm-hmm. It goes, 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 it I have to grant Skype permission to do so. Excuse me, Mr. Skype. Can I play this? Can I play the video? It goes, 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 Ah, fuck. I'm just gonna have to send it to you. This is a mess. We've gotten right. ourselves into quite a quite a kerfuffle. Easy loving got me over time. Don't you dare me to draw the line. Oh. <laughs> I'm excited. God, 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 M. Night Shalomon. God, 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 autistic. God, 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 don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. God, 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 God. I just said a prayer. God, 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 God. Okay, tell me what I'm saying. God. Ding. God. M. Night Shalaman. <laughs> I saw that and I was like, I, God, perfect. God, God. <laughs> I'm, I'm probably going to just rip the audio from that and just put it in. Because oh <laughs> that's God, so God, God. Tell me what I'm saying. God. Ding. <laughs> M. Night Shalaman. Um, I, I just said a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> Good, like eight seconds of pause, too. Yeah. Um, well, now I don't need to watch the um, Joe Rogan video with Kanye. Uh, <laughs> I just said a prayer. He's like, so he's he all but you know what it is. I'm happy that he's uh, a lunatic in that context yeah. because he's happy. Yeah, 
Like we've seen that Kanye where he's like screaming and like I'm like I am the second co- like the second coming of Christ and he's angry. He's happy. Like yeah. that little like hit little smile. He's like I just said a prayer. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> and then he's like, "Tell me what I'm said. I just said and God." And he goes, "Ding!" He's happy. So I'm like, "I'm happy." Kanye's happy. Yeah. Um, so I muted myself. Well, Duncan will put the the audio in and everything. That was just a beautiful little. God, 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 M. Night Shyamalan, man. <laughs> I believe the the title of it is Joe Rogan's Kanye West interview in one minute. Yeah, I'm probably gonna watch that again. Just a super cut. <laughs> <laughs> um, free, free fucking videos. Um, I mean, he's in that Two Chains album. Hey, he's in the studio. He's in a, oh, he. I've been listening to um a lot of Jeezy lately. Put on for my city. That song goes so fucking hard. He, he's in that too. So, um, shout out our award singer, as always. Yeah, it's been a while since. I mean, actually, we know we. It's not been a while. We talk about him all the fucking time. Um, Sue, would you care to um, venture with me in a galaxy far, far away? Yes, I would. Um, Welcome so I, to the Dunkalorian. Bum ba ba ba. Yeah, I don't bum, know. Bum. Bum bum. Bum bum. <laughs> it's like I I'm trying to remember. Um no, that's just kissed by Strangers in the Snow. Kiss from a rose. Um well turn. Yep. Um we are stepping away from Duncan Lorraine for a second while I continue singing Kiss from Morose. Um, no. So, Duncan, we are currently in um, talking about episode three, season chapter two. Chapter 11. Chapter 11. The heiress. Yes. Take it away. Um, so I hopped in and a bunch of men in uh, vaguely, I would say... Hugo Boss-esque suits Mm -hmm. um, in a sort of 1940s type style um, Mm -hmm. are in a spaceship. They're uh, flying. What what letters were on the lapel? Uh, SS. Uh, You were close. We weren't looking for SS. Damn it. Um, Okay, go on. Do I get sucked away or something? Yeah. Okay. You actually just shot with a Luger. <laughs> it's probably um, twice because they didn't; those bullets didn't affect people. <laughs> so um, they're on a spaceship, and it's they're in the cockpit, and mm-hmm. they're like, uh, "There's a hood on the cockpit," and um, they're and the name the, of the ship is the Duncan. <laughs> the um, the boss man. Uh, a real, I mean, were you to only listen to me describe him, I would envision him with like a very small mustache, like yes. sort of like two, two finger lengths, you know? Um, <laughs> and he is demanding that they take off into hyperspeed. And uh, they're like, all righty. And then they take off into hyperspeed. And then it cuts to Mando and what appear to be three other Mandalorians. Am I correct in that? We'll get uh, into it. Yep. 
and they're just like bopping around the spaceship, just boobity boobity boop. Um, mm-hmm. And just all kinds of havoc. Some a theme throughout all of the Star Wars I've seen. Stormtroopers are very bad at their job. Yes, yes. They like, so I will I will take us a moment right here because this doesn't have anything to do with the um, episode. But you have um, you've now come to the crux of all Star Wars memes is that <laughs> stormtroopers can't hit anything with their blasters. Anything. Yeah. Or even like like uh, be remotely observational. Like the the mandos like throw this smoke grenade in, and the stormtroopers all like look at it, and they're like, "I wonder what's gonna happen next." Ha 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 ha. Yeah, and, and then it up. blows up, and then one of them has like thermal imaging, and they shoot all the stormtroopers. Yeah. Also, another thing that I was I stumbled upon: what is the point of the stormtroopers wearing all that armor if it does legitimately nothing? So. It's just a costume. Yeah. It makes everyone look the same. So in, because the stormtroopers, uh, here's going back to uh, a little bit about the meme. The stormtroopers are like the second iteration of like these armored men that fight. Yeah. The first iteration is the clone troopers from like those, like the, the prequels. Yeah. And like what the whole like cartoons, the clone wars are about. The clone troopers Slowly, yeah. like as the Empire takes over, turn the stormtroopers. Clone troopers are fucking dead shots. They're like all the hackers that we see. <laughs> They're like they dead just shots. see a red square. <laughs> They're dead shots, dude. They're amazing. But then, as the Empire takes over, clones do die away. They stop making clones and they start hiring civilians. And the second iteration of these, star- they suck. They blow yeah, chunks because it's basically like regular people. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, going back to your to your, they all look the same point. I mean, like. You would think, one would think, that to look the same, they would all have, like, blonde hair and blue eyes. But instead, they went with the white plastic suits. Yeah. And it just seems like maybe there was a more effective way of getting to that, you know? Somewhere in the lore of Star Wars, they have definitely mentioned that the Stormtrooper's armor is cheap because they need to make so much of it. But it also, in part, can, like... Uh, like deflect blaster rifles but to an extent <laughs> like a storm i think to the extent is a stormtrooper can get hit once in like the shoulder and then they're dead the next shot <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, like it's not they're literally not made of plastic like in the somewhere in the star wars lore the armor is made out of something that is supposed to is supposed to be helpful yeah yeah, yeah. but there's like scenes like lightsabers right through um there's there- a scene Rogue One, where the blind guy in Rogue One punches a stormtrooper with his staff, and it just cracks into plastic, like yeah. like a toy would. Uh, the stormtrooper's armor deflects blaster rounds in the same way that a car deflects a head-on collision. Yes, it doesn't. Yeah. Um. So they, uh, the the Mandos make quick work of the stormtroopers, and then they find themselves this other um, sort of. German-looking gentleman um, is this Germanic Franco man. <laughs> um, it's like, well, we have to hold them, and then cue dramatic oh, cut the, scene. This is the funniest scene in the episode. It so. was very funny because the guy was like, all of it was very comedic relief. Yes, and um, 
he's like they cue this like dramatic cut scene of like them watching the elevator like ping up and then the mandos like get out and he's like pointing his like little blaster at the door and immediately it's just like they just shred through some of the stormtroopers and the guy's like shut the doors and one of the stormtroopers is like what doors and he's like all the doors yeah and so um he, they uh shut the doors and then they lock them in the cargo container somehow some part of the cargo container and the commander mr ss up top is is like you closed them in where and <laughs> yeah. and then all of a sudden they all just get sucked out the butt of the plane yeah because, yeah the mandos like pressed a button and like yeah. It's and then it's, so then they're like voila hello. Yeah. It's like the guy's fault. He was like they were in the the one area that they're not supposed to be in. Yeah. That's and they like we locked the Mandalorians in the uh the cargo control bay. And he goes, <laughs> well, "What?" And it's where you can control opening and shutting the fucking back door of the spaceship. They yeah. go boom. That's the actually again the, the little part. That's like the first time live action where I believe we've seen someone get sucked out of a spaceship. We've yeah. seen it in cartoons, but I don't recall anywhere someone like that bad being sucked out in Star Wars. Yeah, and it's like they weren't even like at hyperspeed yet either. Yeah, they're still in the atmosphere. Um, and so then um, that sort of shenanigans ensue. Uh, one of the Mandos like threatens the Mister SS, and then they go up and they take over the the spaceship, and they like take all the guns and stuff, and then Mando swan dives out of it and then zooms off with his little jetpack and then cut to baby yoda with the frog people mm-hmm. and he's just playing with a little salamander i'm assuming a baby frog um yeah. which is another term there's another term for a baby frog and it's not salamander uh tadpole there you go. yeah and um honestly very surprised he didn't eat it yeah i think he's made a friend now Okay, that, I, I mean, good for him. Yeah. Um, but so basically the moral of the story is that the Mandos tell Mando where to find the Jedi. They, like, give him specific instructions, and they say, take Baby Yoda here. And so um, the final scene, I think, is, like, Mando and Baby Yoda in his little spaceship, whatever. And he's like, we're going to go find your people, Baby Yoda, but it's going to be a bumpy ride. And then, yeah. <laughs> he said it. He said those exact words, actually, in that yeah. same cadence as well. It's going to be a bumpy ride. He said it like fucking Yogi Bear. <laughs> so, I also love how you are actively deciding not to watch the entire episode. <laughs> yeah, we're week three of the Duncan Lorian, and Duncan has still has yet to see a full episode. He's either watching the wrong episode or not enough of the real episode. All right, it's more fun that way. Yeah, exactly. So, um, my little rundown, um, the parts you missed, um, Mando in, is with Frog Lady right after the last episode. Um, his, his ship is beat to shit. Yep. Um, The the only really thing I think I'm majorly missing is I don't know how Mando met the other Mandos. That's, that's my. Yeah. So, um, he's coming in on this, uh, this planet, water planet called Trask, um, where he is 
his his ship is crap, so he really can't like dive down at a like a normal rate. So he's literally like coming in hot into the atmosphere, and then he has like the air traffic control people being like, uh, you know, Razor Crest, you're coming in too hot, and he's just like not talking to them, and he's like shaking on them. <laughs> he's like, I know I'm coming in too hot, and then he finally like gets it. He's in the atmosphere, he's hovering in a ship, and he's just about to like like landed down on this little like landing area and like one of his engines blown it blows and he falls right into the water <laughs> and it's a uh they're called the mon cala one yep. of the guys he has like a fish face it's the guy you saw at the end that was like here's your ship yes it was that guy looks like a fish face and he's just like shaking his head mando gets out you know his ship is taken by a big crane put onto a platform he and the frog lady and baby yo um, start walking off onto like the docks, pays the guy, goes, can you take care of this? Um, and he goes, I'll try. Um, they walk, they, we meet, um, frog lady's husband. They, you know, hug, kiss, they head back to their, you know, house. And, uh, but before Mando on the dock goes, hi, frog man. Um, I need you to tell me where the Mandalorians are. Like, I'm, that's what I'm here for. I, I got your wife here. Um, with the eggs, I need to figure out, you know, who, who are the Mandalorians here? At this moment, we also see a hooded lady. This Ooh. is her, her name's a like Sasha, lady. Sasha Banks is the actress's name. She's actually a WWE like wrestler. Um, you see her and then Manda like looks her direction and she's just gone. And he's like, oh, um, they go to a bar. They meet up with a couple other like locals to be like, hey, where are the Mandos? And a sea captain comes over and goes, hey, like, um, I can take you to the Mandos, but you got to take my ferry to get to where they are. And he goes, all right, I can pay you. Um, they are next seen on the boat traveling. It's Baby Yoda and all of these, like, it's very much like a deadliest catch look where people are like, the net's going out and they're reeling it in and Mando's just standing there. And one of the, like, sea captain guys goes, hey, like, have has your have you or like the kid ever seen like I forget what they call it but it's like a sea creature like have you ever seen it and they're like no he's like do you wanna like we're about to pull one up and i'm sure the kid would love it he goes okay and they bring it over to like the opening of the boat opens up and they start to like chum the water and you mm -hmm. think like this big creature's gonna come up and the guy just goes yeah mm -hmm. the kid will love it and hits baby yoda's pod over the water baby yoda gets eaten by this thing and sucked down and mando goes what and jumps in after it they close the gate back over the hole and mando's just like trapped in there and he's like nose baby yoda's down there and it's like i'm in total panic mode watching it. Yeah. Like, yeah yeah shoot what the fuck is going on just then blaster rifles go off and three people board the ship and start firing at everyone take mando out and then um another mandalorian um or this third person jumps into the water Saves Baby Yoda, kills the little monster thing, and they take Baby Yoda out. His little pod's all crushed up, so now Manda doesn't have anything to hold, like, hold him in, so he's holding him by hand. And we see that these three Mandalorians are all dressed up in like blue armor. The main one, this main woman, has like white like, sig like signs all over her face. It's very familiar to someone who's watched The Clone Wars and Rebels mm -hmm. because they remove their helmets and it's Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan is a, man, a true Mandalorian from the Clone Wars and the Rebels and two other side characters that really don't mean anything. 
Um, and Mandalorian and Mando, our Mando is like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you taking off your helmet? So this yeah. was a big thing in the first season because Mando's, according to, to our Mando, has told like the audience in, in plot, Mandos do not take off their helmet. It's a yeah. part of their religion. They don't take it off. And he's seeing these Mandalorians take them off and basically goes like, fuck this. You guys aren't real Mandalorians. I found another Til- Timothy Oliphant that you just yeah. stole this armor, so I'm out of here. He takes Baby Yoda and flies off. Gets back to the docks. More people attack him that he just killed on that old boat. Mandalorians, the three of them, come back, kill all his people, all the people that were attacking Mando, and they finally start talking. They sit down. We learn that basically Bo-Katan says to him, like when he says, why are you taking off your helmets? Mandalorians don't take off their helmets. This woman, Bo-Katan, with the red hair goes, oh, you're a... You're a part of the watch. So we learned last season that Mando was actually um, saved by a different Mandalorian <clears throat> on the planet of Mandalore. Mm-hmm. So he was technically a foundling is what they call them. doesn't matter yeah. like what group you believe in. You're a foundling. Yeah. And you are basically adopted by Mandalorians and whatnot. He was adopted by what's known as the watch, which are a group of like religious zealots yeah that are like really into the tradition of their uh planet of mandalore where it's like war and power and fighting is everything you don't take off your helmet you pray you do everything by like the religious old books bo katan we'll get into her backstory somewhat briefly but it's a lot basically is part of um a different group where they're like trying to like you know, bring power back to Mandalore, but like they are doing it in a more modern way where they can take off their helmets, they can have families and relationships and then they can like live a normal life. They yeah. just happen to be Mandalorians. Yeah. Um, they're in this, this bar, she's telling everything and she's like, I can tell you where you to get the kid to a Jedi because I've met Jedi before, but you need to help me with this whole getting onto the ship and everything. And basically that's where you picked up from. Yeah. They get on the boat. Um, or another boat. They're, they get on the ship. They're fighting it. Stormtroopers are bad at fighting. The funny out of the back cargo scene happens. One major thing that happens that is kind of cool is that the SS guy bites yeah. down on not a side yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Electrifies him. Very Nazi like yeah yeah yeah. Very like I'm not like, telling you. They they write the ship. Um, everyone's saved. Mando is like, I'm about to go, but you now give me that information. Bo-Katan goes, thank you very much. I hope to see you again. This is like tying into we're going to see Timothy Oliphant. We're going to see Bo-Katan and her people at the end of the season. Um, and she says, you need to go to the planet is called Corvus, which yeah. we've heard about before in like video games and everything. I don't think they've ever been showed what is like there. And that is where a Jedi Ahsoka Tano is. Yes. Now, Ahsoka Tano is the main character of the Clone Wars. Okay. She's Anakin Skywalker's Padawan during the Clone Wars. She is exiled from the Jedi Order before all the Jedis are killed and it turns into the Empire. And she's in Rebels and is still alive. So basically, it's a huge deal because Jedis are no more except for like Luke Skywalker, but she's still alive. Yeah. So we're about to see like an older Jedi that can like train baby Yoda. She's actually probably a lot stronger than Luke Skywalker is. Basically, yeah. Cause she trained before Luke did. Um, so, and that's the end of the story. Now we're leaving off on, you know, the Mando knows where to find Ahsoka Tano, where to find the Jedi. 
And most likely we're not going to see her until like episode six, I would assume. I think next episode they're meeting up with Carl Weathers and like his old friends from season one. And then that's going to be an episode. There's probably going to be an episode in between. And then we're going to finally see Ahsoka Tano. Carl Weathers like from Arrested Development? Yeah, Carl Weathers is like a huge character from season one. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's awesome. He's just named Chief Parga. Always leave a note. Always. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, that's, I mean. that's the Mando way. Yes. Um, so, um, any questions? No. Before I get into some backstory? Nope. So, Bo-Katan, her story is actually pretty impressive. Um, during the Clone Wars, this, all of this story takes place. This is the first time we see this character in live action. She's only been a... Um, cartoon. Yeah. And the woman who actually does her voiceover in the cartoon is actually the woman who played her in real life. Okay. Yes. Yeah, her name's Katie Sackoff. Yep. There you go. Raise your eyebrows. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> in the Clone Wars, we meet Bo Katan, and she is a part of what is called the Death Watch. Okay. So the Death Watch is kind of like the same people that took Mando into the, under their wings. Um, but um, they're a little evil. They are um, trying to take back Mandalore, their planet, from, like, the queen. Like, they're like, oh, like, the queen is, like, she's, like, too prissy, and she doesn't want fighting to happen, and, like, whatever. Um, also, side note, Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, bangs the queen of Mandalore. Good stuff. Yeah. Love that. So Bo-Katan is following guy. <laughs> Yeah. <clears throat> Bo-Katan is following this guy named Paz, or no, yeah, I think it's Paz Vizla. Um, he is kind of like the ruler of like the underground Mandalorians because he has the dark saber. He has this oh, lightsaber wow. that is actually black. It's badass. Whole other story behind that. I'll, that's probably for another episode. Um, they're trying to find their way to take over. The Death Watch is trying to take over Mandalore, and they can't the first time around, but they can the second time around when, when none other than Darth Maul gets involved, mm-hmm. the villain from um, episode one. And he goes, yeah, I can help you take over Mandalore, um, but like, I need to like, get like, a bunch of like, money, and we need to do like crime syndicate through the planet. And Paz Vizsla is like, yeah, that's fine, like, as long as I can be the king and I have the Darksaber. As soon as Maul takes kills the queen he then turns around takes Paz Vizsla's lightsaber his dark saber stabs him kills him and now Pocatan is just like what the fuck so now Mandalore splits between the Death Watch and what the fans call the Maul DeLoreans not the okay. Maul they, are, they basically wear the armor that looks like Darth Maul like the red and the horns yes a bunch of fighting happens long story short um Bo-Katan, or no, um, what happens? The dark sa- Maul has the dark saber, and the rest of the Mandalorians have to like go into hiding, and you know it's basically just like chaos that's happening. Um, I don't think the dark saber is found until Rebels happens, which is like right before Episode Four. Bo-Katan comes back and actually like they defeat Maul, they get the dark saber. Maul dies to Obi Wan Kenobi on Tatooine. The dark saber is given to Bo-Katan at the beginning of episode four, A New Hope, where like Luke Skywalker is just starting his journey. But we haven't seen Bo-Katan since right before episode four, and now we're seeing her. The Mandalorian is after episode six. So she doesn't have the Darksaber anymore. Moff Gideon, Giancarlo Esposito, has it. Okay. We, don't, we don't understand how it got there. 
Bo-Katan's a huge part because we're about to basically have like a whole like war between the Empire and the Mandalorians. Is that coming this season? Should be. Okay. Depending on how the season there's there there has been speculation in Giancarlo Esposito leaked in um, information that in this season he has the dark saber, he has the black lightsaber, and is fighting someone else with a lightsaber. We can assume it's Ahsoka Tano. Yeah. So okay. it's going to be the Empire versus the Mandos and Ahsoka and the good guys. Yeah. Boba Fett is still somewhere in the in uh, in the universe. So who okay. knows what the fuck's gonna happen? How is Han Solo doing? Han Solo is he's good. He's like a general in the um, the uh, Galactic Republic. He's like he's like Fantastic. alongside Luke and Leia. Fantastic. A better place. So far, I love it. Yeah. Are you really are you, are you enjoying these fifteen minute like little like segments that you are watching? It's it's perfect. It's like the perfect bite size amount for me. Yeah, and then I fill in with like a, a half hour spiel and yeah, that I like partially tune out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There you go. Everyone it's else perfect. Too, so. Everyone wins. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for this episode four. Like I said, we're probably just gonna like maybe maybe another filler episode, but as long as there's like guns blasting and Baby Yoda being like. Bleh. I'm like it. I like it. Yeah. You're in there like so Mar. Yeah. Word. Yeah. All right. I have one question for you before we wrap up. I think I know what my answer is going to be. Do you cuff your pants? Yes. 100% of the time? Well, yeah, 100%. I don't, wear, I don't wear jeans. I only wear khakis. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah I, I, so I've been getting like a lot of shit recently for always cuffing my pants. And I'm like, right. I, I don't like how it looks if you don't cuff your pants. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of times, like I, ha- I was just wearing pants today where I need to cuff them because they go over my shoe. Yeah. And you it looks like I'm, I'm like a four-year-old that has, yeah. is wearing too big of pants. And it's also like I frequently have like kind of hype beastie shoes. Yeah. Like a lot of the you shoes that them. I own are like nicer shoes. And so, like, the streetwear style is to cuff your pants so yeah, that you exactly. can see your shoes. Mm-hmm. And people are like, Dude, why do you... And I'm like, I'm sorry that you're from the Midwest and have no style, but... Hey, don't shit on Dylan like that. <laughs> no, Dylan, Dylan actually has... Dylan's style is very interesting, but he, like, pulls it off really well. So kudos to him. Shout out. Shout out, Dylan. Shout out, Dylan. You're cute, baby. Yeah. I have a question. I have a question okay. for you. Yes. You want to play Xbox? Yeah, I fucking do. I uh, I purposely so some on last week's episode, it I somehow caught that bit where Dickie just goes, "Are we are we really gonna play Warzone?" And so <laughs> I edited in so it, I just cut everything and I just left that little bit in there and then I oh, come yeah. back. <laughs> I gotta listen to that. Is it at the yeah. very end? Very very end. All right. <laughs> All right, well, folks, this has been the Trolling Stone Podcast. This is Jackson. Thank you for listening. Keep it sleazy. And I'm out. Peace out.
just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away. I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away. So tell Big and Johnny and Mommy to get the fuck away. Hey, yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it the gut away. Live to shoot another day.